the church has been aiming to be more relevant, yeah, right. more welcoming. So it's there's yeah, been, what's the that's problem? not work. It's, it's not shallow, work. obviously shallow and contemptible. Hey, everyone, I'm going to play this uh, full clip here in just a second. And I have to say, I don't agree with everything that Jordan Peterson has ever written or said, but I like some of the things he has written and some of the things he said in this clip, he is criticizing the Catholic church for trying to be relevant with culture as an evangelical Protestant reform Baptist type guy. I have to say that if you put the evangelical church in the place of the Catholic church in this particular interview, um, his statements about compromise and trying to make Jesus relevant to culture absolutely applies to the evangelical church. We've, in the evangelical world, we've kind of followed a bunch of clowns and a bunch of celebrity preachers and stuff like that, and it's really caused a lot of problems. So, um, Jordan Peterson, though, he's got a way of saying things so I can understand him, so I appreciate him for that. He's clear, he's passionate, he's a good thinker, um, and so enjoy the rest of this clip as Jordan Peterson hilariously um, mocks the Catholic Church for trying to make Jesus relevant to people. Enjoy. When we look at the Catholic Church and its decline in recent years, less young people going, less people signing up for a religious life. And since you could say the 60s... Well, if it's all guitar and hippies, who the hell cares? But since, the, since Vatican II, let's mm -hmm. say in the 60s, the church has been aiming to be more relevant, yeah, right. more welcoming. So it's... There's yeah, been, what's the that's problem? not working. It's, it's not shallow, working. obviously. Shallow and contemptible. You know, it's supposed to be an invitation to the great adventure of life. What's the great adventure of life? Pick up your cross and follow me. Like, that's a hell of an invitation. But that's the invitation. And the church lost faith in that. We have to be isn't... relevant. Well, what's more relevant than that? Mm. As soon as you say that you need to be more relevant than that, what you're doing technically is putting something else above that. Well, that's not going to work, not if the original proposition was correct. And obviously the original proposition is correct. You might say, well, why obviously? Okay, well, Christ faced and triumphed over death and hell. And you might say, well, why is that relevant? And the answer is, because that's what you have to do. Right, and everyone, you're stuck with it. So is the Catholic Church not challenging people enough Definitely now? not, not enough, not by any stretch of the imagination. The gateway to paradise is barred by the cherubs who have swords that flame and turn every which way. Well, what does that mean? It means it's hard to get into the club, man. Anything that isn't worthy gets cut and burned away. Well, of course, that's hell, especially if you resist it, really. And there's no sugarcoating that and that isn't what people want anyways young people want an adventure why the hell do you think they're so concerned with saving the planet which pope francis seems to be on about constantly when he should be saving souls that's how you save the planet not by worshiping gaia do you think pope francis puts the emphasis in the wrong places sometimes well i gave you that example i don't see for the life of me what the Catholic Church has to do with climate crisis. Just the formulation is wrong. The priority is wrong. 
You save the world one person at a time. It, it lacks faith in its own mission. All right, this is a really great clip. I love it. Now, I have a high and I have a low. I have something I really like, and then I have something that I'm kind of concerned about with, with what Peterson said. Let me start with the high. First of all, his idea of the church being on mission, even though he's talking about the Catholic Church, as an evangelical thinking about the biblical church, the church exists to be witnesses for Jesus, for the glory of God. The church exists to call the whole world and everybody in it to repent and to believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Son of God. He came, he died, he was buried, he's risen. We exist as Christians, as the church, to bear witness to the risen Christ, to call people to believe in him, to be reconciled to their creator, their maker, and to be adopted into the family of God by faith in Jesus Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, he was not just our example, he was our substitute sacrifice. And so our job is not to be about, you know, the environment or be about the latest social justice trendy thing of culture. The job of the church is to call people to worship Christ as Lord, to be reconciled to God and to live for the glory of God. So even though Peterson's talking about the Catholic Church, his words apply to Christians. That's why we exist as the church of Jesus Christ in this world. I love that Peterson picks up on that. That's the job. That's the mission. So my criticism of Peterson's statement, and far be it from me to uh, be critical of him. I hesitate to do it because he's so much smarter than I am. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I am not the brightest crayon in the box. I admit that but I understand the Christian gospel. And Peterson, my critique is when he talks about the flaming sword, which he talks about beautifully. I mean, he, he nails it and he almost gets it perfect. He talks about the flaming sword of the cherubim. Now, what's he talking about? He's, he's referring to Genesis. In the book of Genesis, there's this context. What's the context? Adam and Eve get kicked out of the Garden of Eden and God puts a cherubim at the gates of Eden to guard Eden so human beings cannot get back into the Garden of Eden. And the verse is Genesis chapter 3, verse 24. Listen to it. It says that the Lord God, he drove out the man, and at the east of the Garden of Eden, he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Now, Peterson talks about you can't get back in and, except through sacrifice. you got to be worthy. He has that part where you say, it's hard to be in the club, man. Like, like you have to make a sacrifice. What Peterson seems to be saying to me is that you got to be worthy enough. you got to be sacrificial enough. you got to pick up your cross and follow Jesus. Like, it is not easy to get back into the Garden of Eden. And he's right about that. Where he fails to understand the gospel is that nobody ever will be worthy enough. There's no way we can make a sacrifice of infinite value to get us back into the Garden of Eden. We are forever banned from the Garden of Eden. Um, even our own death is not enough to get us back into the Garden of Eden. So what has to happen? Somebody has to take the sacrifice in our place who is worthy enough. And what Jesus did when he died on the cross is he took the flaming sword of God's wrath. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 10 says that Jesus 
came to save us from the wrath of God. The death of Jesus is not just an example. The death of Jesus is centrally, critically, it is a substitute sacrifice. It is a substitute atonement in the place of those who will believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Jesus covers us in his own death when we believe in him so that we will get back to the Garden of Eden through Jesus Christ. So if you read the book of the end of the book of Revelation, there's a new garden and it's better than than the original garden. And the way that believers get into the end times garden of Eden, the kingdom of God, the new heavens, the new earth, the way that we have eternal life is through the death of Jesus on the cross. That is the flaming sword of God's wrath. Jesus took the penalty of our sin. So Peterson is so close He's like, he's like right at the door of the kingdom. We got to pray for him because the moment he's born again, he will see that. When we're born again, we see the death of Jesus. And in light of his death, we see our sin before God. We believe in Jesus and we believe that by faith in him, we are covered in his sacrifice for our sins. If you're not a believer, repent and believe in Jesus Christ. That's Our mission as Christians, that's our mission as the church, and we believe that Jesus gets us into the kingdom. Now, once we believe in Jesus, then everything Peterson says applies. We pick up the cross, we follow Jesus, we go on the adventure of discipleship, we go on the adventure of being Christ followers in a fallen world. So, very interesting clip. I'll have more coming up, but God bless you. Have a great day.